Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We're back and better than ever with a new web interface for the rest of the NBA season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Believe 50 to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. At the 50, at the 10, at the 5, still going. Look at the goal. Bullseye! It's a Buffalo touchdown! What's going on, guys? Welcome back. We're finally back here again with another edition of Bullseye, the UB Bulls football podcast. I'm your host, Kyrie Demos, and we've got a very special guest today, Dylan McDuffie, starting tailback for the Bulls this past season. How's it going today, Dylan? Great. How's it going for you? Good, man. Good. You know, obviously the holiday season is is approaching, so I hope everything's going all right with you and your fam over there. Um, And, you know, first off, just wanted to congratulate you. You know, obviously last week you were selected as an, um, you know, 13 mile max selection and, you know, you, you put a lot of work in, you know, obviously in, through over the years, but to be able to see that um, show and prove that um, this season and be able to receive that honor, you know, kudos to you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, just talking about that, you know, obviously, you know, you were able to have a breakout campaign, you know, rushing for over a thousand yards, 12 total touchdowns on the season, you know, for you, what was it like to be able to, really step into the role that you did, you know, earlier in the year, it was really the trio of yourself and, you know, Kevin Marks and Ron Cook, but, you know, you were able to really take the lead um, as uh, Marks went down with injury. Um, I was just doing what my coaches asked for me, doing what the team needed. So mm. I was just trying to play my role and they gave me more responsibility. So I just tried my best to every week progressing, just keep getting constantly better. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it was really, really cool to see, especially, you know, for you to, to, really just be a part of the offense and be, you know, one piece of it to really be in the centerpiece of it. You know, that was a crazy, um, you know, turn of events with things. But, you know, again, like I said, hats off to you for all you were able to put together. And, you know, just overall talking about the season, obviously not the result um, that you guys would have wanted um, finishing four and eight, but just, you know, thoughts overall on the season and, um, you know, what you guys were able to do this fall. I think our record doesn't really reflect how good of a team we were, but at the end of the day, um, it's about winning games, and we know what we gotta do this offseason to produce the product we want on the field. Um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna work hard this offseason. We're gonna come back stronger next season, and that's really that's really but it's really about it. For sure, no, I, I totally agree. I mean, I think of the Coastal game, the NIU game, the Kent State game. I mean, all those games, you know, were 
really games that, you know, a couple plays here or there on either side of the ball um, really could flip the script. So, you know, I, I totally agree. And, you know, it's definitely tough for, you know, for, for Coach Mo. You know, he's trying to, you know, lay the foundation in his return back here. Um, so I know that you guys are going to be ready to, you know, you know, get back to work and, uh, you know, get this thing right and right to ship. Definitely. Most definitely. For sure. So now for you as well, um, you know, you come from a, a big time football family, you know, for, for those of you guys out there, um, his uncle actually was just coaching in the state championship game last weekend. And um, he's got a cousin that's actually playing in the NFL now um, for the Green Bay Packers. So for you, you know, if you could just share about, you know, what was it like coming up in a football family? But, you know, for also also for you, you know, to carry on the uh, UB lineage, you know, having had three uncles play um, for the program. Um, Coming up, I mean, it's not really anything. I, it's just normal to me, I guess. I don't really know anything but being around football and the football family. So, I mean, that's kind of something that I just grew up with. It's kind of just second nature to me. I remember football before I remember, like, anything else mm-hmm. but um you know like it's it's definitely something that's special to me it's, it's the way me and my family bond but i mean it's really just something that we all love to do and it's, it's nice i get to share that with them and you know what i'm saying like we get to all talk about it and push each other and just you know something that we call come together over absolutely yeah no I, I think it's so important especially you know coming from an area like this um, in Western New York, where football really is such a big part of the uh, the DNA of, of this area and this region. So, you know, to be able to have them guys to lean on, you know, I think is an important thing. And, and obviously it's showed, you know, it, with what you've been able to put together throughout your career, um, youth days, high school days, and college now. Appreciate it. Thank you. For sure. You're welcome. Um, so basically, I, um, you know, for you, you know, to come up um, playing the game of football, you know, at the youth level, how was it like, um, what was it like for you to play at the youth level and how did how did that help you, you know, obviously leading to your high school career and everything like that? Um, it was just always competitive. I mean, mm-hmm. like Little League football in Buffalo is serious. Like we people don't know, but we go to national championships every year, mm-hmm. went on. So I mean, Little League football here is serious. Came up and guys just evolved and you know, it's it's something that's taken serious here. It's a big thing here. So mm-hmm. it's always been fun, always been getting each other better. Yeah, just uh just talking about that. So what what uh what team were you playing for then? Uh as a play for the uh Pop Warner Saints. Gotcha. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's great, man. So then, you know, fast forward to high school. You know, you start out at Sweet Home and you know, you were able to put together, you know, a stellar career there and at St. Francis. But before I even get to all of that. You know, you got to play for um, one of the, you know, most legendary coaches in um, Western New York history, let alone New York State history, and John Fowler. Um, For you, what was it like playing for Coach Fowler? And, you know, do you have any stories to share on him? Um, Rest in peace to Coach Fowler, by the way. Yeah, definitely rest in peace. I mean, Coach Fowler is a great guy. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he was one of those guys that you came to work every day and did what you're supposed to do. He was always going to have your back and best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of stories, honestly. Like, but I just can't really think. I can't really just think of one on top of my head. Coach Fowler, we got just a lot of, a lot of memories. Yeah, he was such a. You know, I I never really got to interact with him, but you know, from everybody that I've heard that's played for him or knew him well, you know, just had so many great things to share about him. So you know, I, like you said, you know, definitely, um, you know, it's, it's tough to see that he passed and everything like that, but, you know, he did his thing when he, when he needed to here. And I think it was what, seven straight 
um, sectional titles. Uh, for, yeah, for something like that. Something crazy like that. Yeah, so unbelievable. Yeah, there, I remember this was crazy. I was, this was when I was at UB um, when they had lost to, the Panthers had lost to Williamsville North um, in the sectional title game. That was their first loss in section six in like seven, eight years. So just what he was able to put together was amazing. But, you know, what was it like um, just playing at Sweet Home? Um, obviously, you you started there, went to Franny's, but then came back there as well. Um, It was definitely... Trying to think the best way to put it. It was it was it was special, honestly. I mean, just the tradition there, being able to be around all my friends, like, you know, you had the game, in the middle of the game, you see guys like Jordan Johnson, Jordan Everett, all those guys like just chilling on the sideline and chilling in the uh, stands. And it's like you see like everything that came before you and you just see how much talent was there, how much they care about the program. And that's really something that kind of I took note of and just was like, this isn't at every high school around here. No doubt. Yeah, no. So I'm glad you mentioned JJ. Um, now, guys like JJ and Brandon Smiley, you know, came from the mm-hmm. Sweet Home program to be able to go to UB. You know, were those guys, you know, almost like mentors to you, and especially with when it came to the recruiting process? Um, They were definitely like big brothers to me. Like, I played I played with Brandon my freshman year, gotcha. football and basketball. Um, Jordan, that's like a big brother to me. We talk, we talk all the time, you know, whenever, like, just need advice or just, got an ear to listen to or just just talking in general, catching up. But they definitely helped me out through the process, just telling me, you know, things like what to expect and just, you know, stuff like that. Just helping me with little stuff. For sure, yeah. It's one thing to have guys that have done it before, but it's another thing to have guys that have done it before at your program or at your high school program and then, you know, end up being at the same college program too. So that's awesome, man. Definitely. Um, You know, just, you know, again, now fast forward to your junior seasons. You know, you're able to really um, put your name on the map, you know, as a, a second team all West New Yorker um, with St. Francis. So talk about, you know, what was that process like going from going going to Sweet Home, going to play for Coach Smith, Jerry Smith at um, St. Francis and, you know, all the things that you guys were able to do there? It was pretty cool. Coach Smith taught me a lot about the game, um, way to approach the game. Um, taught me a lot of just about really just maturity and it was it was definitely a different thing going from Swim and St. Francis, but I liked it. Um that's pretty that's pretty much it, honestly. It was it was good though. For sure, for sure. And you know, one thing I wanted to ask you about that uh specific season you had there, you know, you were a Conley Cup finalist, you know, for those out there who don't know that that's the best New York player of the year um at the high school level. Um, but you were able to share that that honor as a finalist with your cousin Isaiah. Um, for you, what was that like to be able to go through that experience um, with him and seeing all he was able to do with uh, with Bennett? It was pretty cool, but the best part about that was really just my grandfather getting to be there with us both. I mean, a lot of people in my family have been a finalist before, but mm-hmm. that was year he knew one of us was going to win it. Isaiah ended up getting it, and like it, that's really seeing the smile on my grandfather's face was just everything to me, and just seeing how happy he was. And obviously, I was happy for Isaiah. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, no, that's something that. I know you guys are going to be telling your kids about years to come, you know, in the future. So that's amazing. Um, so, you know, also then, you know, fast forward to your senior year um, at Sweet Home. Now, were you battling some injuries there? It's, it's- yeah. Week one, I, um, we were playing North Tonawanda and somebody twisted my ankle up under a pile. Mm. And it kind of just put me back for the rest of the year. Gotcha. That's tough. Now, you know, how was it, you know, managing that and then obviously having to, really just see your team 
um, you know, try to fight through without, you know, best player on the team. Um, it was you know. tough, honestly. That's the first time I've ever really dealt with an injury. Um, at St. Francis, I, I, I pulled my hamstring, mm-hmm. like, in the beginning of the season pretty bad, but it, I was able to get back within three to four weeks. Like, this was a, a nagging thing. It was my yeah. first. It was a high ankle sprain, but, you know, like, high school, you don't really have the ability to rehab it and you don't have the resources to kind of treat that as you would in college. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just kind of tough for you dealing with it. I tried playing through it the second game and just ended up making it worse against Street Yeah. And then just kind of had to, like, really sit down and let it rest more yeah, than anything. For sure. No, I, I dealt with one. Um, even in middle school, I had one. It's it's one of those injuries, like you said, it just is nagging. It takes so long to get back from. And even once you're yeah. back, it takes a minute to really feel like you're actually back. So Yeah, exactly. You know, no, I definitely can only imagine, especially as a running back, you know, being able to play and cut off of that. Um, so, you know, talking about, you know, you going to UB, obviously you were able to stay home. You know, obviously did that play a factor um in you going there, but also too, you know, what other schools were you considering in the uh, recruitment process? That's honestly was the biggest factor. Like like you said, I come from a big family, football family. So I wanted to stay home, let them see me play. But um had Western Michigan, Syracuse, um, Rutgers, Memphis, Liberty, Central Michigan, pretty much the rest of the back and some other schools. Gotcha. Now, if there was a number two, like, hey, you can't go to UB, but you got to go to this school, what would it have been? Probably Memphis. Oh, nice. Okay. That would have been awesome. Just a little far. That's, that was really the only thing. Either Memphis or Wake Forest. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, two great programs too. But like you said, that, those are miles and miles away. So I don't blame you being able to stay home. Um, so now, now with you being um, at UB, being able to stay close, um, you know, you've been able to carve out a role for yourself now. Um, but just talking a little bit about when you first came into UB, um, there were some guys ahead of you, guys like Jared Patterson. Guys like Ron Cook, guys like Kevin Marks, you know, those guys, you know, they had some, some, um, they were a little bit more established in the program, you know, and everything like that. But for you, um, you know, it was always like whenever you did get on the field, you were able to show flashes, um, you know, very, very high, high yards per carry um, average, even before this past fall. Um, so for you, you know, what was it like to go from, you know, just about every team you probably ever played on being the guy, being the lead dog in the backfield to, hey, I got to learn the ropes. I got to, you know, sit and wait my turn and, you know, being able to have some guys like, you know, Jared and, and Ron and, and Kevin ahead of you. Um, It was honestly just about waiting for my opportunity. Like I said, I knew what I was capable of. I knew what I was able to do. Um, So really just about getting the opportunity to do it at this, at that point. Mm-hmm, for sure. And now but I definitely say Jared, Jared definitely played a big part in uh, just like me learning how to, handle myself as a high-level athlete and just the approach to things, most definitely he he helped me to see in the way he did things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. You know, obviously, you know, not too many guys can say they're they're sitting behind um, an NFL player. You know, you know, we wish Jarrett um, the best with everything. You know, we had him on the show a few weeks back um, with his brother James. But, you know, for, you know, someone like yourself, like you mentioned, you know, you you had an NFL back. You know, every day that you were able to pick his brain and just chat with him. And like you said, learn the little nuances of um, now another person, you know, I, I've mentioned Kevin Marks um, several times, you know, for you, what was it like um, working with Kevin? Because, 
you know, Kevin goes from, you know, he looks like he's going to be the guy coming into this season with Jarrett leaving. And then for him to deal with the injuries he did, you know, how, how helpful was he to you um, in being able to, you know, do what you were able to do this season? I was most a good teammate. We just, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he was just supportive and happy that I got my opportunity and took advantage of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was definitely something where we fed off each other. We pushed each other in practice every day during mm-hmm. summer workouts. I mean, we, if I saw him doing 315, I, I put on 320, then he put on 325. So, I mean, we definitely were just going back and forth all summer competing. And I mean, it pushes both to be better players. Yeah, absolutely. No, that I always try to tell people um, that competition breeds success, especially when it comes to um, Division One football. I think uh, when it comes to Division One football, especially, you know, you see so many guys getting in the transfer portal. You see so many guys leaving after you know, being in a situation where they might might not have gotten the playing time that they thought they deserved or, you know, maybe they did deserve. But, you know, at the same time, too, I think it's important that, like you said, you stuck through it and those guys were just as helpful to you um, even when you were in a reserve role, you know, helping you prepare yourself for what you um, have become today. Say goodbye to dull gifts. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gift of the year. Using cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques, they've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find at a light price, just $800 per carat. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but just are grown in a lab. Because of their process, they can create stones in blush pink and beautiful blue, as well as classic white. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift they'll never want to take off, priced so they won't have to. They really do make any outfit sparkle. Visit lightboxjewelry.com to add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox diamonds. Never a dull moment. You know, so for you also, too, uh, the new coaching staff came in this fall. Um, first off, you know, first, how was it for you playing for Coach Mo this season? And then also, too, um, in the backfield with with Coach Mike Daniels, you know, how was it working with him every day? Uh, I love I love them both, honestly. Like, it's, it's real and genuine relationships I got with both of them. Yeah. Coach Mo's a great coach. Um, he brings a, a NFL approach to college, which is something that I love because it's preparing me for the next level. And Coach Daniels is the exact same way, I mean, Never had a coach push me the way Coach Daniels pushed me, um, and just teach me small things about about the running back position, just little things. And, and I, it's it's really easy to take holding from a guy you know did it before he played at Cincinnati. So I mean, honestly, like it's having them both has been great for me personally. I think it's going to be great for the team and the program in the long run too. Sure, for sure. And you know, just talking about that as well. You know, I think. Um, I know people get caught up in what the team's record was this year, but like to think they came in the second week of May and flipped everything with the staff and, uh, you know, recruits, um, bringing transfers in, guys that did leave, you know, having to fill spots for those guys, like all the craziness that they had to deal with in such a short period of time. Like, I'm just so excited to see how you guys, you know, take this off season um, and really just get back to work with things. Exactly. And I think that's really a testament to 
the type of program we have, honestly, that people still have such high expectations for us. And we have such high expectations for ourselves mm-hmm. with the situation that we were under. And I think that with a year and us being able to really have a whole year, have a whole full off season now, we're going to do some things that people can wait and see. Sure. Yeah. Definitely excited to see how things uh, play out when it comes to that. Um, so this next portion of, of the show, I'm just going to be asking some quick hitter questions. Um, you know, just some things that I had, you know, came up with, you know, on the fly going over my notes and stuff. So just wanted to see how, how, uh, you know, what, what some of these things are. It's just some, some things that came to mind. So first off, you know, I noticed that, you know, throughout most of your career, you've worn the number eight. Is there a specific reasoning behind that? Um, my family number is three. Okay. So, I mean, I switched to eight because I wanted my own thing. I got, I was tired of being T.J.'s little brother or Terrence's son. So I just wanted my own number. Absolutely. For sure. I don't blame you on that. Now for you, you know, you've been at um, UB now since 2018, you know, What's been the favorite moment that you've had or been a part of in your time there? Honestly, probably probably winning the Camellia Bowl last year. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you guys played on uh, Christmas Day, right? Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, second straight bowl win, you know, guys kept a season getting, um, you know, solidifying, like finishing as a top 25 team too. So that that's definitely a pretty cool moment there. Um, now for you in general, you know, throughout your entire football life, you know, what um, has been your favorite football memory um, as a player? Probably just getting my first offer, honestly. Um, Who was that from? It was from UB. Okay. Okay. They had started with them, you know, they start. They were rocking with you first, so you had to rock with them. I don't blame you. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Now, you know, obviously, you, you talked about playing at the next level. You know, I'm sure you've watched a ton of running backs over the years. You know, who was your favorite running back growing up? Adrian Peterson. Oh, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Easy. All day, man. You know, shout out to the Hall of Famer, man. He, he um, no doubt. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm surprised he's, you know, still getting um, his contracts in the league. But, hey, I mean, if any guy can do it, you know. Nah, definitely. Yeah, Most definitely. For sure. You know, shout out to AD. Now, for you, you know, you've been able to play at a lot of different, you know, big venues and in, in, um, um, at the collegiate level. You know, what's been your favorite road stadium that you've gotten to play in? Probably Penn State. All right, and then the last one, just um, you know, for you, who has been your favorite, either coach or teammate in your time at UB? Coach, I would say definitely Coach Daniels, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of it's a lot of. I can't just single one of them. I got a lot of guys. Uh, I love all my boys. Honestly, I mean, we we a really close team, especially like within the within the skill group. We're all really close. I mean, so. No doubt. No, I understand that. And honestly, you know, just going off that, then the you know, last thing I'll ask is, you know, for you then, you know, what is it about UB that stands out? You know, what is it make? What is it that makes it a special place for you? It's home. I mean, like I've been at UB games before I was even allowed to be a recruit. So, I mean, watching my uncles play coming up and then watching my, watching name and play. Right. So, I mean, just stuff like that. It's always something that's been special to me and now being able to be a part of it just makes it that much more 
For sure. You're just carrying the torch now. That's all. Definitely. Most definitely. For sure. Alrighty. Well, thank you, Dylan. I really appreciate it, man. Um, we'll definitely be in touch and, you know, we definitely want to get some more shows going. Um, in the off season, and, you know, obviously it'll be a little bit easier to manage things because with you guys, um, having a little bit, um, lighter of a, of a load, you know, obviously the season gets so crazy, but, um, it was, it was a joy to watch all you did this season, man. And, you know, thank just, you. I appreciate you know, that for sure. And I'm just appreciate you having me too. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. You know, we'll definitely have you on again soon. Sound good. For sure. Alrighty guys for Dylan McDuffie. This is Kyrie Demo signing off from bullseye, the UB bulls football podcast. This episode was presented to you by Bet Online, your favorite online sports book. Take care and horns up, y'all. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.